Welcome to the Mataponte Podcast. My name is Mataponte, CEO, Master Certified Real Leadership Coach, and High Performance Success Coach. And each week, I bring you step-by-step actions on how to achieve your best version self through effective goal setting, positive mindset development, the power of self-acceptance, living intentionally, and so much more. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Okay, now I know yesterday was Tuesday, so I can't really use the hashtag Tough Love Tuesday, but there still is going to be a little bit of tough love here starting out in this episode. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. You know how they say you are what you eat? Well, it's quite true, right? Isn't it? I mean, our health is a direct reflection of what we put into our bodies. So if you aren't in great health, well, you can blame that on your diet. Now, you're probably wondering what the hell this has to do with limiting beliefs. Well, here it is. There's another very true saying. You are the sum of your beliefs. See, where you are right now in your life is directly determined by what you believe and the capabilities that you have based on those beliefs. So, if your life isn't exactly how you want it, well, you can blame your beliefs for that too. See, beliefs are extremely powerful and they can be what determines whether we achieve our goals or we do not achieve our goals. And they can even limit your choices in your present life as well as what you can achieve in your future life. Now, let's get one thing straight here before we move on. Everyone has limiting beliefs that are keeping them from achieving their most significant life goals. Everyone. Now, there may be some listening to this right now thinking, I don't have limiting beliefs. But yes, even you, oh perfect one, even you have limiting beliefs. (laughs) See, because the amazing yet at the same time very damaging thing about limiting beliefs is that you can go through life completely oblivious to them, not even knowing that they exist. Yet, they will still affect everything that you do and you do not do. They do control your life. It is fact. And the longer that you deny that you have any, well, the longer you're going to be eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's and not really achieving everything you want in life. See what I mean before about the Tough Love Tuesday thing? (laughs) See, I've literally heard people in authoritative positions say that they do not believe in limiting beliefs and that limiting beliefs are just a myth. Well, Obviously, that's a self-medicating form of denial that they're in because if they allowed themselves to believe that limiting beliefs do exist, well, then they'd have to admit that they probably have them and that's probably something that they're just not strong enough to deal with yet in their life. Yes, I said strong enough. 
Because facing limiting beliefs, acknowledging them, and then putting in the work to overwrite them, well, it does take work and strength. It also takes emotional intelligence. It takes humility and it takes bravery to face yourself and to deal with your limiting beliefs. And not everyone is yet equipped to handle that. So if you still believe that you don't have any or you're just not interested in them, well, you can go ahead and turn off this podcast and move on with your life because you're not ready to do what it takes to live a life that is truly limitless. You can just continue putting a Band-Aid over that gushing wound and see how far that gets you. Are you still listening? Great. I knew you would because you're strong and you do have what it takes. But there is great news about all of this, and I touched on it just a second ago, and that is that limiting beliefs can be changed. But the first key to this is to humbly acknowledge that you may have some limiting beliefs. It's just like someone who's addicted to drugs or or alcohol. They can't begin to get better until they first acknowledge that they're an addict. It just is what it is. And there is more good news to all this that I'm going to share with you. Yeah, that's right. It's easy. It's easy for you to quickly figure out what has been holding you back from accomplishing your goals and living the life that you want. And when you discover this, well, then you can overcome your limiting beliefs using the tools, techniques, and strategies that I'm going to share with you in this podcast. So I hope you have your journal or your notebook or your pad ready, or at least a pen and paper and pencil, because I'm going to share a lot with you here. And there's also should be a download uh, of a worksheet. If you, in the show notes, if you want to go ahead and download this and print it out and use it as your own little worksheet, go right ahead. Okay, here's a statement that might shock some of you. Your achievements are not defined by your circumstances. Those who take full control of their lives by choosing how they think are highly successful individuals. When you begin to question your beliefs about what you can achieve and what is possible, and when you start to change how you think, well, your exterior reality will quickly begin to reflect those changes. And it's important to remember that your circumstances are not responsible for defining who you are or what you can achieve. Let me repeat that. Your circumstances are not responsible for defining who you are or what you can achieve. See, success is a direct result of your mindset. It is not dependent on what you have in your life right now or have or have not had in the past. And the only thing that is stopping you from achieving your goals is your current thoughts and beliefs. And as soon as you start to change them, you will start to change your life and see all the possibilities before you. Now, this should make some of you feel pretty empowered because maybe you have less than others and you thought that this is what was always holding you back. 
while some of you others, it might make you feel less so because maybe you have more than other people and you thought that that was what was going to help you achieve more of the success that you're looking for. Well, it's just not true. We're all given the same gift and capability at birth through the power of thought and belief. It's just a tool that's been hidden from the masses for centuries, and it hasn't been taught in school like it should be. And yes, I mean that, hidden from us. But I'm not going to get into that right now. Let's now talk about the power of belief. Our entire outlook on life is based on the beliefs we have chosen to hold on to. Our whole concept of the world and where we fit in the universe is formed from our beliefs. They are the things that we've chosen to think are true. And you notice I use the word they're chosen to think are true because they're based on the experiences and information we have been exposed to throughout our lives. But just because you believe something, it doesn't make it real. Your beliefs start to change as you move through life and you have and experience different things. And not all beliefs are bad. Let's just make that clear. But when you encounter substantial evidence that your deepest held beliefs are incorrect... Well, it can sometimes feel as though the entire world is crumbling around you. When your beliefs have been challenged, it can be extremely traumatic and it can leave you feeling lost and out of control. This was a personal experience that I had a few years ago, actually, so I can back this up with firsthand experience. We all carry beliefs that hold us back. We have been conditioned through our life from age zero all the way through to think specific ways, to believe certain things, and to act in specific ways. And this has resulted in problems throughout the whole world, and it is the reason why extraordinary people, just like you, remain powerless and unable to achieve their most sought-after goals. And whether you want to believe it or not, your beliefs, your emotions, your thoughts... They determine whether you will succeed in achieving your goals. And I am making it my mission to help someone just like you that wants to have it all, that wants to achieve your level of success that you've been dreaming about, but you've never believed that you can achieve. Who am I? Well, I'm just a Puerto Rican boy that was raised in a small town with five traffic lights. I dropped out of school. I got a GED whenever I was 19. I lived paycheck to paycheck most of my life, never accomplishing much. I tried to go back to college when I was 29, but I dropped out of that too after just the first year. But I always had a dream to own a successful business that I could call my own, that I could be proud of. So once I learned about limiting beliefs after a decade of failure at my business, I was willing to do anything to achieve success, so I dove in head first. I started digging around in there, and I found that my lack of success was directly linked to the limiting beliefs that I had, which I never knew that I had. But once I faced the most damaging ones that were associated with money and wealth and success, 
And once I understood where they came from and that they weren't even beliefs based on reality, I rewrote them into new positive and healthy beliefs about money and wealth. And then not only did my business completely turn around, but amazingly, even my relationship with my wife began to turn around for the better. And since then, my life has been getting better and better, seemingly like every single week. Now, I still have some limiting beliefs that I'm working on, and one of those is the fear of rejection. Because it's my dream to one day speak on stages in front of thousands and impact and change lives across the world, just like I've impacted and changed my own life. And you will find that it is much like physical fitness and exercise. It's something that you have to keep up, and you're never going to master it completely. But once you hit that level of a healthy state of mind, well, everything becomes so much easier. And at that point, it's really just all about maintaining. Now, I wanted to share that personal experience with you. So that way you can see that this is something that is near and dear to me. And it's something that I'm really, truly passionate about. And it's something that I continue to study deeply on a daily basis. And it's something that I truly do want to help you with. Okay, enough of that. Let's now talk about Questioning your beliefs. Your beliefs have a profound effect on your physical body and every aspect of your life. They are a mixture of empowering beliefs and disempowering beliefs. And they can dictate what you can and cannot achieve. And at some point, you need to begin to ask yourself where your beliefs came from. Now, many of your beliefs are formed through your own direct experiences and disappointments. However, most of them are handed down to us from those around us, like our parents, friends, and family. Just like in my case with my beliefs about money and wealth. Now, this has created a prison of your mind, and it's based on an inaccurate way of thinking. See, you have within you many extraordinary abilities and the potential to create a life that you've always dreamed of having. However, unfortunately, you also have many beliefs and thoughts that are holding you back. They're continually destroying any chance you have for success. And this is where the saying, self-sabotaging comes from. So how can you overcome them? Well, let's talk about overcoming your conditioning. If you want to achieve anything remarkable in your life, it's essential to uncover and overcome this conditioning and the self-limiting beliefs that it has created. You are currently carrying around attitudes and beliefs that are keeping you from achieving your goals and living the life that you want. So what you have to do is you have to root out and uncover the conditioning that's holding you back. Now, I don't know how many gardeners we have here listening to the show, but here's an analogy I think that really anyone can appreciate. Let's say that you want to put a garden in your backyard. Well, what do you do first? Well, 
you have to prepare the foundation, the soil, right? So the first thing you have to do is you got to till up the soil. You have to weed it out so that anything new that you plant in that area won't get choked out by old weeds that have been there for years before, right? You just have to do it. Because if you try and plant your new tomato plant on soil that's ridden with weeds, well, we all know what's going to happen, right? See, this is just like your mindset. You've tried in the past, you might even be trying now to adapt new habits and beliefs, but you never weeded your garden. So even though it felt like you were experiencing new growth and achieving some success, well, over time, your old limiting beliefs came up, choked out your new growth, and you just fell back to your old routine. This is why so many people give up on their New Year's resolutions by February. But there are ways that you can discover the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and overcome the self-limiting beliefs that are keeping you from living your best life. So let's touch on changing your life. When you start making changes within yourself, it's remarkable what can start to happen. You can begin to overcome those beliefs that are preventing you from living your life to the fullest and begin to develop a power within you that is unstoppable. And your environment will also start reflecting those changes as well. So, how do you uncover and overcome your limiting beliefs? In the following exercise, I'm going to help you to uncover and overcome your limiting beliefs. Now, the first part of the activity needs to be done quickly without putting any real thought to your answers. You don't need to come up with logical answers. You don't need to come up with anything that you put any thought into. You just want to read the sentence out loud and write down your first response as quickly as possible. Think of it as kind of like a timed game, right? Now, no matter how crazy your thought or idea might seem, I need you to write it down. Just write it down. This exercise isn't about coming up with logical reasons, but instead, it's an exercise that needs to be done as quickly as possible without thinking or judging or analyzing your answers. And this is the only way that we're going to be able to really start to see what your thoughts are and therefore the beliefs, the beliefs that you hold. Okay, so this is how it's going to go. I want you to get a pen and paper. Remember I told you before that you're going to need one. So if you don't have one, go ahead and pause and go get one. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a statement to write down. And then you have to finish this statement. And I'll give you an example. I'll run through a little exercise here. So this way you're ready for the real exercise. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say something like, I can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because, and then you're going to finish the sentence with the very first thing that comes to your mind, no matter how crazy it would sound. Then you're going to repeat the statement, I can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because, and then write down another reason. So like for now, I can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because I don't have any, right? Like that's my first one. And then, okay, I'll do it again. I can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because I'm allergic to peanut butter. 
I'm not really allergic to peanut butter, but that's something I wrote down. Uh, and then I can't eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches because I ran out of bread this morning, right? So, and that one's actually true. I had my last slice of toast this morning. So that's what you want to do. And you want to do that 10 times, okay? So using the example, I can't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because you say that out loud. And every time you write down a new thing, I want you to do that 10 times, okay? Okay, so here we go. I'm going to give you the real statement that you have to finish. Are you ready? Okay, say the following sentence out loud and then immediately write down your, your answer. I can't become rich and successful because... And as quickly as you can, write down the first reason you can think of for why you can't become rich and successful. Okay, you got it? All right, now I want you to do it again. Speak the sentence out loud to yourself and quickly write down another reason. And just like we did with the peanut butter jelly sandwich, continue this process until you have 10 responses. I can't become rich and successful because, and go ahead and pause this, go through the exercise and then come back. Okay, you have them all down, you have 10 of them. All right. Now I want you to carefully look at what you've written down because you might be surprised what your answers reveal. I'll just give you some examples here. Some of your answers might sound like this because you're perfectly happy with your state of finances or because you don't think you deserve it even though you'd never admit this or because you don't think it's possible given your current life situation. Or because you think rich is evil and poverty is noble. Or because you think money will make you do bad things. Or because you believe you will lose your friends who also believe numbers 1, 2, and 3 above. Or because you feel torn, guilty, and conflicted about your desire to be wealthy and prosperous. Or because you blame your parents for not having enough money and not teaching you better. Or because you believe that riches are bestowed upon just the lucky few. Or because you might think that you'll be unhappy because money isn't supposed to buy happiness. Or because you might feel that you don't have any of these self-limiting beliefs. You just have no idea how to make more money yet, so you won't seek expert advice. Whatever yours are, after writing them down, the next step in the exercise involves scoring your responses on a scale of 1 to 10. So the answers that have a strong feeling attached to them, those should be scored with the numbers between 6 and 10 with the higher rating going to those answers that have the stronger emotion, okay? Now, the answers that you don't really feel that attached to, that they don't ha really have a strong, you know, strong feeling to, well, then those should be marked between one and five. Now, why am I having you do this? Well, because when you first started writing these down, the first ones you came up with, they may have been forced or made up 
just so you could kind of get in, you know, the swing of things. But as you began to come up with more of them, as you were forced to come up with 10 to meet that full list of 10, you may have found that those might have more strong emotions tied to them because you were really finally getting down to your honest answers. So as you finish scoring your answers, you want to look for those that have the highest mark, ones that you feel most strongly about, even if you can't really explain why. You don't want to worry about that right now. All you want to do is recognize the stronger reaction that you get in your gut towards them. Those that have the highest scores between 7 and 10, those are most likely the self-limiting beliefs that are currently holding you back from your goals. Now, this is only going to work if you're being honest with yourself about the thoughts that came to your mind first, right? Now, I recognize this. We are masters at lying to ourselves and fooling ourselves, especially those that have narcissistic tendencies. But I urge you to really play all out with this first step in this exercise if you're truly determined to live your best life and be your best version self. Now, if you want extra credit and if you want to really go deep and do some deep work, then do this. Those answers that you put down above with the emotional response score of 7 to 10, I want you to look at those and I want you to ask yourself these questions and I want you to answer them honestly, no matter how hard it might be or how long it'll take for you to answer them. I'm going to give you five questions I need you to answer in regards to those high scoring limitations that you stated down. Question number one, why do you feel that way? Okay, question number one was, why do you feel that way? Number two, where do you think these beliefs came from in your past? Where do you think these beliefs came from in your past? Number three, who may be responsible for conditioning you with these beliefs? Who may be responsible for conditioning you with these beliefs? Number four, what have these beliefs held you back from accomplishing? What have these beliefs held you back from accomplishing? And finally, number five, how can you prove those limiting beliefs wrong today in the present? How can you prove those limiting beliefs wrong today in the present? Now, this last question is very important because when you can come up with real things and real reasons that prove those limiting beliefs wrong today, well, then what you're doing is the equivalent to weeding your garden. See, you're taking that weed killer and you're destroying those old beliefs because once you begin to prove yourself and your old beliefs wrong, well, then you begin to sow doubt that they're even real beliefs. And if you can prove them wrong, well, they're not really beliefs anymore, are they? So then what you're doing is you're starting to take away their life and the power that they have over you. I'll share with you a personal example of a limiting belief that I used to have that was tied to my self-worth. 
See, I was raised as the youngest of four boys, so naturally, I was picked on by my older brothers. Then I was also a little chunky dude there too, going through elementary school. And so I was picked on at school too. And because of that, I did not have a really high confidence level when it came to asking girls out when I was young, early teens, and then older whenever I was dating and relationships. See, it was hard for me to fully trust that anyone would truly love and care for me because I didn't feel like I was really anything special. So as soon as someone better came along, I was sure that they would leave me. And that did happen in my late teens and early 20s. So that really went on to further reinforce that belief of mine. But it was because of that belief that I always had troubled relationships. I never allowed myself to fully love someone because I wanted to protect myself of what I thought was the inevitable. Well, when I identified this as a self-limiting belief that was developed from my past and still controlling my life as an adult in my 30s, well, I really had to ask myself if that was really still the case. Is there really and truly no one in my life that does not and cannot deeply and truly care for me and love me so that I cannot trust or is not worthy of my trust? Well, that was obviously not true because I had then and still have today a beautiful and amazing wife who loves me more than anything in the world. She supports me, she believes in me, and she deeply cares about me. So even though things happened to me in the past that created that low self-worth, which fueled my limiting beliefs associated with worth, well, if I really thought about it, that wasn't the case anymore. And I could disprove that belief. I could take away its power because I had someone in my life that disproved the core of those beliefs and feelings. And if this is something that you have a challenge with, if you think honestly enough about it, we all have someone in our lives that loves us and cares for us, no matter how much of a turd we might be, right? <laughs> of course we do. See, once you can prove to yourself that you are cared for and loved, it begins to take away the power of that old limiting belief. And if you're open and you're honest with yourself when answering these questions, you will be well on your way to identifying them and being able to understand them and where they came from. And understanding them and where they came from is very, very important. And if you dig deep to answer the how question that I talked about earlier, then you're going to begin to find things now in your life that really can prove those old limiting beliefs wrong. And I want to plug in a little side note here, if I may. If there are any dudes out there listening to this saying to yourself, Nah, Matt, I'm all good, bro. I'm solid. I'm over my past. It don't bother me no more. It don't affect me, man. I don't even think about it, bro. <laughs> yeah well I was that way too once in my life let me tell you my mom she wanted nothing more than to raise strong proud boys and my dad just the same and with that came a strong sense of pride in myself but let me tell you 
There's a difference between pride and confidence. And that pride kept me from wanting to see my own weaknesses. So you might be asking, well, Matt, what made you turn over a new leaf? Well, there were a couple of things. First, I was tired of feeling like a perpetual failure where I was in this cycle of just beginning to see and experience a little success and then losing it all. And the other thing was that I realized that I didn't have to admit any of this to anyone. And this whole personal discovery thing, well, I could just do it on my own in private. I didn't have to be vulnerable with anyone other than myself, right? See, that's the great thing about personal discovery and development you don't have to share notes at the end of the class or get out in front of people and and share your thesis on it or talk about it because it's personal. So guys, you don't even have to tell anyone that you're listening to this podcast and taking notes. It'll be our little secret, all right? (laughs) The most important thing is, is that you're taking action and your family, your friends, your loved ones, they're going to begin to see the positive changes without you even having to tell anyone that you're doing this deep work. Not until you're ready to tell anyone about it, like I was. It's it's like the saying that, that floats around social media a lot. Hustle in silence and let your results speak for themselves. Okay, now that I got the disclaimer out of the way for for all my bros out there, let's move on to the next step. And because you played all out in this first step, this next step will be massively effective for you. For the next step, you're going to want to create another list. But this list, number one, is going to be easier to do. And number two, it's going to be a list of opposites for your top scoring limiting beliefs that you identified in the first step. Now, take as much time as you need to come up with the reasons to counteract those beliefs with the highest emotional charge. See, these reasons are going to support your how questions that you answered in the first step. These need to be really strong reasons that move you, that make you feel emotional and excited. So I need you to write down as many opposite ideas as you can for the high-scoring limiting beliefs you identified earlier. And what this is going to do is going to help you further loosen the grip that these self-limiting beliefs have over you. Now, if you're a little lost on how to do this, I'll give you a quick example. All you have to do is to reframe that first statement. So instead of it being, I can't become rich and successful because, all you have to do is change it to, I can become rich and successful because. See what I did there? And I want you to come up with four to five of these to oppose the four to five limiting statements that you came up with in the first step. And after you've come up with this list, you again, you want to score them based on their emotional charge. And once you finish scoring them on a scale of one to 10, now I want you to go through and eliminate those that have the lowest scores. And I want you to keep doing this until you have one single most empowering belief and idea that is so powerful 
that you feel it can counteract and stand in opposition to each of your top scoring limiting beliefs. So do you get that? Once you've scored all of these positive, emotionally charged reasons, I want you to take the highest scoring one. If there's two that are like 10, I want you to just take the one that's the most powerful and I want that one to be your single most empowering belief. And that one is now going to counteract or stand in opposition to each of those limiting beliefs you came up with in the first step. Okay, now for the last step in this exercise. The final step you need to take in this exercise is to create affirmations for a successful mindset. Now, you're going to use your final list that you created, those positive reasons, right, to counteract the negative ones. You're going to use that list to create the affirmations that will help you reprogram your subconscious mind and begin to overcome the beliefs that have been keeping you from living the life that you want. I want you to write down your powerful, positive affirmations. And you need to remember that these positive affirmations, they have to be written in the present tense. They need to be personal, positive, and specific. I'm going to repeat that. Your positive affirmations that you're going to come up with now that are based off of those positive excuses or reasons you came up with, rather, They have to be written in the present. They need to be personal to you. They need to be positive and specific. And I'll share with you a couple examples. So here are a couple examples uh, related to wealth and money. I constantly attract opportunities that create more money. I am worthy of making more money and being successful. So those are two there. And just because we touched on the self-worth thing, I'll share one with you here uh, that, that you could use. I am confident in my abilities and skills and do not need the validation of others. This was actually one of my own personal affirmations for that. Now, I want you to take those positive affirmations and I want you to keep them in front of you all day. And you're going to do this by writing them out and putting them on your mirror, putting them on a post-it note by your computer, put them on the screensaver of your phone. And most importantly, I want you to read them every night before you go to bed and every morning when you wake up, when you're brushing your teeth. Now, I'm going to share with you a top tip of mine that will really supercharge these positive affirmations. Because affirmations work best when your subconscious mind can clearly receive them, it's best that they are heard when you're sleeping. So, look for an app in your app store, something like Audio Loop in the Apple store. That's the one that I use. I'm not sure what's available in the Android store, but I know that there's plenty of them. Essentially, what you're going to look for is an app that you can record your voice onto and then loop it however many times you want to loop that 
recording. And so what you're going to do is you're going to record your affirmations into the app and then you can play them over and over again. And what I do is I play my positive affirmations or my fast forward manifestation goals to myself as I'm falling asleep. And I have that app loop them about 20 times. So this way I know that it's still playing while I've completely fallen asleep. And then my conscious mind cannot interfere with those thoughts. Now, this is a very, very powerful way to supercharge your affirmations so that way they can begin to reprogram your mind for success so much quicker and more effectively. The only way that you can change your life and take giant steps or leaps in achieving your goals is by reprogramming your mind and your life for success. So completing this exercise that I shared with you and really playing all out with it truly has the power to transform your life completely. So I hope you enjoyed this and you do actually use this because it worked for me. It's worked for my wife and it's worked for other people that I've personally taught it to. And so I know for a fact that it can work for you. But just like Jim Carrey says, and I quote, you can't do the visualization and then go eat a sandwich. You have to do the work. I love that quote, right? Okay, that's it for me this week. Next week is going to be the season finale episode. And that's going to be where I really bring this whole masterclass together for you. Tie it up and put it on a nice little, put a nice little bow on it. And then I'm going to take a short three-week break, and then I'm going to come back to you with a whole other masterclass, and I'm really excited about that. So thanks again for listening to the Mataponte podcast, and if I haven't made it clear already, I am making it my mission to help you become your best version self, and I'm doing that by helping you to finally achieve the goals that you have always wanted to achieve in your life. So please leave a review for me on your favorite podcasting app. It helps me raise in the rankings so that way I can reach more people. And as I've said before, and I'm going to say it again, it is my two-year goal to have reached and helped one million people. And you can help me do that if you'd like to be nice and help <laughs> by sharing this podcast on your social networks or just sharing it with one other person. And speaking of social networks, please go and follow me on Instagram. You can consume more of my content on YouTube and my Medium blog. And all of those links are below in the show notes. All right, that's it for me this week. I will see you guys on the flip side of another week. Take care. Take care.